Explore Messiah with Sadaka Ministries seeks to be a place where anyone and everyone can ask the difficult questions of life. Some of these questions touch at the heart of your soul. Some of them touch at the heart of your mind, but all of them deserve an answer. Hi, my name is Amy Downey, and I'm the CEO and president of Sadaka Ministries. Join with us today as we seek to answer another of the tough questions of life. I just returned from voting because we're doing this episode on Election Day 2020. It's kind of an odd topic to talk about forgiveness on Election Day 2020 when this has not been a very forgiving election cycle, has it? But yet, we're going to try. So I don't know if we'll have any listeners or any takers, but we're going to try to talk about forgiveness. And the question, how can we still forgive in 2020? Because one of the greatest verses in scripture is Luke 23, 34, where Jesus was hanging on the cross after being beaten, scourged, spit on, beaten up. The the nails are in his hands and in his feet. The crown of thorns is on his head. He's bleeding from everywhere. He's been mocked. He's been betrayed. He's been abandoned. And yet he looks at his father, Father God, And says, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Wow. Is this not the greatest example of forgiveness in all of human history? Because who could imagine forgiving anyone, much less all of humanity, all of us, myself included, while enduring such brutality and pain, and all while being innocent of any crime. Yet Jesus of Nazareth offered these words, not only for those who were standing there that day at Golgotha, but also for all people, for all time, for all of eternity. And, and I've heard a lot of sermons, and, and you probably have too, uh, from preachers who focus on these words during Resurrection Week or, or leading up to Resurrection Week. But I, I think these words can be impactful, especially today, after all of those horrible campaign commercials we've had to endure uh, on TV for these last few weeks and months. Trust me, I never want to see a campaign commercial again. And because this election cycle has been so rancorous and so painful to so many. And I also believe that these words are, are going to be needed tonight and tomorrow and, and the weeks after this election 
when both sides will need to learn the lesson of forgiveness that Jesus illustrated from the cross. And hopefully these words of Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing, will reach the hearts of us all. And, and oftentimes we imagine that these words of Father, forgive them, were, were whispered from the cross. But if, if you look at the, the words of Luke 23, 34, we find something quite different. And I want to have a Greek nerd moment, so forgive me. But if you look at these words, they're in the imperative tense. Now, before you say, oh, that's Greek to me, sorry. Sorry for that pun. Let me explain to you why that is important to you and me, because it's in the aorist imperative tense, just so you can not be impressed, okay? The imperative tense is really very important. I want you to, to pause for a second and just hear me out, okay? The imperative tense in the Greek is a command. So when Jesus said to God the Father, Father, forgive them, he was commanding God the Father. Okay, pause for a second. Let that sink in. Jesus was commanding God the Father to forgive. You got that for a second? Absorb that. That should blow your mind. Jesus was commanding God the Father to do something. Now the aorist tense is is like a verb tense, like past, present, future. But the aorist doesn't really have a past, present, or future. It's just kind of there. It doesn't have to refer to a period of time. It, it can be reflective of time, but it doesn't have to be. It can just be, do it now and in the future and in the present and the past. It's just timeless in essence. He wanted God to just forgive them forever. And, and, the, and the word in the Greek is, is really important too. It's just forsake it, lay aside it, yield up, let it go. You know, that, that song from Frozen, let it go. Just let it go, God. Let what should be, you know, if if you had a, a mom like I did, if if somebody hurt me, mama held on to it. And you can imagine that God the Father was could have justifiably wanted to hold on to his anger of what was happening to God the Son. And, and Jesus was saying, let it go. And and that was what Jesus's idea of forgiveness is let it go. That's what Jesus always taught his disciples. He taught us if we read the scripture, forgiveness is letting it go. That doesn't mean forgive and forget, but to let it 
go. And, and I know it's hard. I know it's at times it appears impossible, but let it go. And that's what God wants us to do. Even if our candidate doesn't win, let it go. Ouch. Now, that's not necessarily what rabbinic Judaism teaches or other religion teaches. Uh, rabbinic teach, Judaism teaches that you can only you only need to forgive them if you if you determine and I'll give you the Hebrew words in just a second if you determine that they really are sorry but that's not what Jesus teaches Jesus says let it go because it's best for you it's best for them you don't get to decide if they're sorry enough let it go. In rabbinic Judaism, there's two words. There's makila and salika that says that you get to decide if they're really sorry enough. Now, that's a very human reaction. We're like, yeah, that, that's what I like that view. But that's not the Jesus view. And we don't get to decide that because Jesus said, let it go. And I want to go back to the Hebrew scriptures or, or what Christians would call the Old Testament because we, we would like to go the rabbinic Judaism way a lot, wouldn't we? We get to decide if they're sorry enough. We get to judge their, their, their worthiness. But what does the Hebrew scriptures show us? God offered in, in Genesis 18... God offered Abraham the chance to spare Sodom and Gomorrah if he could just find 18, 10, excuse me, 10 worthy, righteous people in Sodom and Gomorrah. God was willing to spare an entire two cities that didn't deserve it if he could just find 10 righteous. Moses interceded on behalf of the children of Israel in Exodus 32 and said, kill me, save them. And, and, and go to the book, the minor prophet Hosea, where God told Hosea to take his adulterous prostitute wife back. No strings attached. As an example of how many times did God take the children of Israel back? Because Hosea, the book of Hosea is a giant metaphor of God's forgiveness of how many times we mess up. No strings attached. And how many times in the book of Judges would the children of Israel beg God to forgive them? God forgave them. They went back to sinning. They got... They got punished and they begged God to forgive them. God forgave them. They went back to sinning and then they ran back to God and said, oops, we, we did it again. Sorry, Brittany. And God forgave them. No strings attached. Forgiveness is just letting it go. But 
we like to be the judge, the jury, and the executioner. And that's not how God operates. Do we want God's forgiveness or do we want to be the judge, jury, and executioner? Except when it comes to us. Think about that for a second. So, if we want forgiveness for ourselves, we need to offer the same kind of forgiveness that God gave to the world. That Jesus asked God to forgive the world in Luke 23, 34. Because there's going to be a lot of hurt feelings come tomorrow and for a lot of days. Whether your candidate wins or your candidate loses, there's going to be a lot of hurt feelings. But we need to go to Luke 23, 34 and see what forgiveness is all about. We need to see that as Jesus forgave and as Jesus' teachings on forgiveness involves letting it go, we need to do the same thing. Because whether or not the people that hurt us deserve it, we didn't deserve it when Jesus forgave us, but we still got it. And that's what we need to do. So how can we still forgive in 2020? We need to forgive like Jesus forgives. Whether they deserve it, whether we deserve it, because Jesus gives it. And aren't we glad? Think about that. Until we have another episode of Explore Messiah with Zadaka Ministries. <laughs>